September was the first losing month for the stock market since it recovered from its March losses. That was last spring. We'll share what experts say that means for October. It is Saturday, October 3rd. Let's talk money with our friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City. And coming to you from my mom's half-finished basement in Palm Springs, California, where we make the Stacky Benjamin Show. I'm Joe Salcihai. Here on Money with Friends, we talk about the latest personal finance headlines. We add in the insights and wisdom of our fantastic cast of thought leaders. We make sense some questions and comments from our money friends, and then we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. If you don't have a password manager, uh, you're going to want to listen now because today we have a deal on NordPass. It's a two-year plan plus one month free. You'll get rid of password stress forever. Enjoy unlimited premium features and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Save 50% now at NordPass.com forward slash MWF. That's NordPass.com forward slash MWF. I can't believe we're in October already. Where did September go? It's in the past, Joe. Let's move forward. (laughs) Is that the theme, Bobby, of 2020? Let's just move on. That is the theme. Let's just get past it. (laughs) How about we just have a New Year's? Let's just move on. Let's just have a New Year's party now and call it 2021. And just... I love it. I'm in. I'm in. Deal. Well, (laughs) I'm in on talking about the stock market, which we're going to do today. What do we expect from the stock market? Well, not just Bobby and I, but some people at MarketWatch. Let's see which one of our friends is going to help us kick off today's show. This is Bethany from the Money Millhouse. Friends, check. Money, check. Friends with money, let's do this. All right, this story comes to us from Market Watch. It is by Mark DeCambra. And the headline is, what history says tends to happen after the U.S. stock market logs ugly September losses. September proved to be a bruising month for the main U.S. equity benchmarks, resulting in the first losing month for Wall Street since a recovery rally began in late March. However, history suggests that a terrible September, which is historically the worst performing month of the year for U.S. stocks, could be followed by the index's outperforming, despite October usually ranking as the second worst month of the year. Now, on the final day of September, the Dow ended September with a decline of 2.3%. The S&P 500 dropped about 3.9% for the month, and the NASDAQ registered a decline of about 5%. The last time any of these main benchmarks posted as ugly as September performance was 2011 during a European sovereign debt crisis and the downgrade of America's pristine AAA credit rating by Standard & Poor's. Wow, that seems like yesterday. However, Dow Jones market data suggests that the irksome losses that helped to snap the harder monthly win streak from the lows in March when the coronavirus spark decline reached its nadir doesn't have to translate to more carnage in October. In fact, the indexes tend to rise in the following months 70% of the time after losses as severe as September this year, Based on the last 10 periods in which the Dow marked a decline of at least 2%, the S&P 500 marked a September slide of at least 3.5%, and the NASDAQ composite logged a drop in the ninth month of the year for at least 4.5%. So I'm, I'm guessing then, Bobby, based on all that information, market timers everywhere, time to throw everything in, mortgage the house to the hilt, get into debt up to your eyeballs, throw all that money in the stock market because baby, it's going up, right? I'm going to, I'm doing a virtual mic drop here. (laughs) 
you know, I guess it depends who you ask. Like we did a piece, um, we did a story last week with David Bach on uh, last Wednesday, if you guys want to look it up. And we talked about Barry Diller and he's basically saying increase your cash position. So it depends who you ask and it depends how you look at the market. I mean, when you look at these stats, that's kind of a technical analysis. But when you look at fundamental things, there's a lot that some people say they're worried about. People are worried that earnings are overpriced into the markets. The market's ahead of where we're going to actually actually see corporate America being. We have a lot of uncertainty with whatever's going to happen with the uh, presidential election, although that doesn't happen until November, technically. Uh, but people are voting now. I got my mail-in ballot in the mail already, so the votes are, are going in already. Um, and of course, there's also this little you know pandemic happening, and we don't know what's going to happen with that, which in turn has a huge effect on the economy. So a lot of uncertainty that is unique unto this year. I mean, 2020... I don't know if we can even compare 2020 to anything in our historic memory. No, I'm thinking about that, looking at these, uh, at this data. And this is why I like doing this show, Bobby, is because we see these headlines all the time. Yet looking at this past performance stuff can be pretty dangerous in a year like this year, to your point. I mean, Bola uh, Sucumbi and I, we talked about the fact that Disney laid off 28,000 people just because we didn't want to have two headlines that were the same. We didn't have a headline today about the airlines and another 48,000 people potentially losing their job. We're going to probably see a lot of that in the next uh, month if we don't have another aid package. And that can change a lot of the game here. So uh, I think this is a year where the past uh, definitely does not equal the future. You know, and, and and I listened to you and David talk about Barry Diller and his feeling about cash positions. Yet, when I talked recently to our 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 friend uh, Phil Town, Phil Town talked about how yes, it's there is a chance that this gets really bad, but that also means there's opportunities all over the place, and you don't look for bad times as a time to go toward cash. He says you look toward bad times to actually go further in. So what do you do? I think you're right on. This depends on you and your financial plan much less, or excuse me, much, much more than it depends on what's happened over the last 10 years. And it's also so hard to predict. And I think that's evidenced by, we did an Instagram poll um, at Money Friends Pod for those of you um, who want to follow us and participate in our Instagram polls and be part of our community there on Instagram. Um, and we asked our Instagram community, we said it's October 1st. How do you predict the stock market will do this month? And the answer is going to tell you a lot. What do you think our friends said? Uh, I think that most of our audience, even though we don't have a big market timer audience, thinks we're probably going to have a bad month. I would say I would say most people think it's going down. So 70% down? No, and I think this says a lot. It's a virtual is high. I mean, it's it's down oh, forty nine. Cool. It's down down forty nine percent, up fifty one percent. But I mean, a lot of people voted, so it's really I'd call it a tie. And I think that says so much. I think that says a ton. Yeah, that we are in the fog more than ever. Right. I mean, not only are we in a fog because we don't know what day it is because we're working from home and family time and business time is all mixed together. We're in the fog about where the hell the market's going, what's happening. Um, and I think a lot of people, and this is also some more kind of sad commentary, is statistics always show that the election doesn't mean as much to the stock market as people want it to mean or build into the fact. But I do get this feeling there's a lot of people waiting to see what happens on the election before they invest. And I think that's yeah. also a bad move. That also is a really, really bad move. 
I think one thing that could be tough is that as people, as this drags on and people are getting a little more worried economically, if you haven't had an economic impact that maybe you will have an economic impact, you will have income disruption, maybe you do less investing and more emergency savings. And all these people that are being laid off, and this is tens of thousands of people losing their jobs and knowing they're going to lose their jobs in the next month, those 401k contributions are going to be stopped for now. And that is a lot of money that is not going to be flowing into the stock market. And at a certain point, that could have an impact because that generally does lift stocks. If we're being honest about it, all this retirement savings that we've got tied to jobs goes flow, those inflows into the stock market, into those mutual funds, all of that has an impact. And if that stops in a material way, which it looks like it will, that's not great. Well, and it's it's interesting that you say that when you're looking at inflows into different places, because there's actually a reason why the market generally goes down September, October timeframe. A lot of people that have a lot of things going on in the fall, either they spent too much money during the summer months and they're recouping in a normal year or this year. What are we seeing? A lot of people we reported on this before, a lot of people working on those home offices and spend mm -hmm. September. Now that the weather is not quite as good as it was before in the northern climates, those people now starting to get some of these projects rolling and those require money. So September, October, generally bad, a lot of analysts say, because of the fact that people have other priorities. By the way, that's also the reason for what people call the Santa Claus rally, the last mm -hmm. year, the last week of the year. It's because when people get bonuses, a lot of that money just goes into the market, regardless of what's going on in the market. They just put it in the market. And so the market tends to go up. Uh, at the end of the year. So part of this is year by year, but you're, you're spot on as usual, Bobby, this year's so different. Who the, who the hell knows if there's ever a year when, uh, when that happens, this is a, this is a strange year. This is a very strange year. Definitely unprecedented. Uh, the um, it's it's very interesting hearing what people are saying <laughs> as we go to our <laughs> live audience right now, Melissa, I love her take, which is, don't invest money you can't afford to lose. I would say, Melissa, go ahead and invest long-term with money in a diversified portfolio because I think you'll actually lose less over the long-term than you will putting it in a safe place like a savings account. But definitely, if you're going to take bets right now, betting where you think you're going to go, where it's usually you know betting, now it really is uh, betting in a fog. Yeah, absolutely. And we also have Annette in our audience here. She says you can't go wrong with long-term game of dollar cost averaging. Always yeah. a good strategy, I think. Yeah, it goes up. Knows. It goes dollar cost averaging. It goes up, you win. It goes down, you win. Right? Yeah. If it goes down over the short run. You bought shares turf. It goes up over the short term. Hey, you high five yourself because you're brilliant. You did it at the right time. So I think that that's uh, that's that's all good stuff. Hey, in just a moment. Bobby and I are going to have our takeaways uh, to talk about what uh, we think uh, and kind of put a bit on this. But first, I want to say a big thanks to everybody who has used our link when they went to check out NordPass. Because not only will you get a great deal on a two-year plan and a month free, you're going to get 50% off. You get rid of that password stress. It's funny, whenever I have to come up with a new password, I always feel great when I just click the NordPass button. And I see what pet, what password NordPass has chosen for me because it is one, Bobby, that makes no sense to me. And I don't think it makes any sense to a hacker. So while people can get you anywhere, right, a hacker, it's only a matter of time till they get you. By using NordPass, you'll make sure that all your passwords are different. It's going to take hackers longer 
they're going to give up and they're not going to get all of your stuff. So you can check it out for the first 30 days with their 30 day money back guarantee. You can also see all the great reviews of NordPass at the site. It's effortless. It actually, I think it's pretty fun and it makes it so that in my life, the people like my spouse, Cheryl, uh, she and I know where all the passwords are. And so she can go to NordPass. I can go to NordPass safely and securely and know that, uh, know where everything is. Uh, check out the two-year plan, one month free, nordpass.com forward slash MWF. And you're only going to get the one month free and the 50% off if you use our link, nordpass.com forward slash MWF. Bobby, what's our takeaway today about uh, October? Where are you going with your money? You going all in? Are you taking it all out? (laughs) You know, Joe, my takeaway is that nothing in this piece tells us that we should sell equity holdings that we have. If you believe the stats, then if anything, October could actually be a good month. All of the concerns we have about the market as of this recording, are not new. And if anything, the month is going to be chaos. If And if any month is going to be chaos, I should say, it could be November with the election actually happening and maybe all month because it might take that long to count the votes. So I vote for being nervous about November and just chill in October. Yeah, I, uh, I think that uh, Annette hit it on the head that uh, things are going to get murkier as we get closer to the election. I don't think because it should get murkier, but because... It's the way we do it every four years. We attach a lot more importance to this one event than um, really over the long term, historically anyway, we should have. When it comes to stocks, clearly when it comes to voting, everybody should vote. But when it comes to stocks and long-term results, that's a different thing than um, than what's going to happen there at the first week of November. So uh, I think dollar cost averaging, I think Annette got it between your takeaway and Annette's. I don't think I need one, Bobby. I think we're good. Okay, Annette, you're hired. (laughs) That's right. Annette, you're coming on next time for me. (laughs) Hey, uh, Bobby, if people want to help us like they did today on the Instagram poll, how do they do that? Follow us on Instagram at MoneyFriendsPod. You can also follow us on Twitter at MoneyFriendsPod. And if you follow us on Twitter and set alerts, you can actually watch our show tapings live and uh, ask your questions and comments. You can also do that on our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and look for the Money with Friends channel and make sure you're subscribed and set your alerts so you know when we're going to come on. And you can also um, find out our schedule by going to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com, where you can both there and on YouTube, you can get links to the articles that we talk about. We have uh, had a phenomenal cast join us this week. Bola Sakubi and of course, Mr. David Bach this week. Next week, we're going to have another great week, Bobby. I believe you're talking to Grant Sabatier. I am talking to the millennial money man himself, Grant Spatier. Amazing story. Um, he really had like no money just a few years ago and really focused on creating a financial um, foundation for himself and, and focusing on financial freedom. And so he's got a lot of wisdom that he's going to be sharing with us next week. And I love the fact that this week I get to talk to a guy that was one of my favorite Stacky Benjamin's interviews, uh, Jason Harris, who runs one of the top rated advertising agencies in the country. I'm sure we're going to talk a lot about behaviors, right? Because he's a guy that Mm -hmm. affects behavior every day. His job is to affect behavior. So um, yes, the art of persuasion. Yes. What is wait? What is this book? The soul? Oh, soulful per- persuasion. Soulful art of persuasion. Yeah. Soulful art of persuasion, and it's a good book. Everyone should check it out. Yeah, great. I enjoyed Jason, it. Jason, Bobby, me. What else do you want, guys? Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here Monday at Money with Friends. Bye bye. 
This show is created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends LLC, copyright 2020. For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast and links to the stories discussed, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at Money Friends Pod on both Instagram and Twitter. Look out for our polls and quizzes. You could get a shout out on the show. We're well worth following. We promise. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or or any other videos or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor. These people on this episode, they're here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you here back next time with another episode of Money with Friends. Bam, nailed it.